Welcome everyone. I'm Sue Barber, author, former IT director for a Fortune 500 company, turn executive coach, and this is the Visibility Factor podcast, where we explore how to raise your visibility and play bigger at work and in life. We'll explore key topics and welcome guests that help you shift your thinking about yourself so you can see new possibilities for your leadership. I'm on a mission to create a visibility movement for leaders to show their value and be seen for their true talent. Are you ready to take the next step towards a higher level of visibility for yourself? Let's go. Hello everyone, welcome back to the Visibility Factor podcast. This is Sue Barber, your host. Today's episode, we are going to talk about resistance. And can you see resistance as a good thing? So what I want to start with here is, are you someone who sees change as a good thing? Because change is usually when resistance starts to show up. And I think it depends on the experiences you've had with change. So if the change experiences that you had were good and brought you new opportunities, you would probably view it as a positive. But if situations you had with change did not go well, then you might see and feel a lot of resistance to it and wish it wasn't happening. What do you do when that resistance shows up? Does it hold you back from doing anything? Or could you see it as an opportunity to look at the situation with a new perspective? So if I think back to when the company merger between Kraft and Heinz happened back in 2015, when I was still working there, it was a very stressful time, obviously, for many people. And a lot of people were you know, making decisions about whether they wanted to stay with the company or not, or if they were going to be offered a job or not, or if they even you know, wanted to, to be a part of the new company. So there was a lot of conversations happening and I knew it wouldn't be easy for me to leave if I chose to do that. And I would have to live with what that choice looked like for me. So after being at the company for so, so long, the unknown world outside of the four walls of craft was scary compared to the company that I knew so well, all the people that I worked with, I knew the content, I knew everything. I had been there so long So I had to ask myself some hard questions. Would it be better to stay with what I knew and was comfortable with or leave and try something new? Anyone who's ever gone through a career transition can relate to this moment where you just know that whatever decision you make, everything is going to change. So I remember sitting in the conference room with my peers and my manager at the time discussing what possible roles there would be in the newly combined company. I had not committed to stay or to leave up until that point, And my manager mentioned a role that I should consider for me and wanted to know what I thought about it. As he described the details of the position, I immediately felt a huge pain in my stomach. My body was sending me a sign to pay attention. This is known as resistance. I think of it as a self-protection mechanism that tells me to dig deeper into what is happening for me in that moment. It usually occurs for me when I have a big career decision or a choice that I need to make in my personal life. This pain acts like a warning system, and for me, it told me that I should leave the company so I could do something bigger, something better, something more fulfilling to me. Although it was a scary thought at that moment to leave after being there so long, I immediately felt better once I made that decision. The pain left, and I knew that I would be okay. I had other things that I was doing, like getting my coaching certification, and I was teaching at a, a local grad school. So I had some income coming in, and I knew that I would be able to do coaching, or I could go get another role. I trusted that it was the right decision for me. So I'm curious, has something like that happened for you? Have you felt something in your body somewhere when you have to make a big decision? 
It may happen when you try something new or attempt something that is out of your comfort zone. You may also experience it in a different way than I did. Not everyone feels it in their stomach. Some people feel it in their head or in their chest. Think back to a big decision you've had to make. Did you experience a physical symptom in your head, chest, or stomach that was sending a signal to you to get your attention? What did you do when that happened? You have a choice to ignore it or dive deeper into what is going on. So one of the people who has written a lot about resistance is Stephen Pressfield. And if you're not familiar with him, he has written a book called The War of Art and many, many others. It is focused on his experience with resistance and how he learned to deal with it. Now, the reason I know about Stephen Pressfield is he is the favorite author of my book leader, A.J. Harper. She was lucky enough to get to meet him in person, and he wrote one of the testimonials for her book when she put it out. And in this book, he delivers a guide to inspire and support those who struggle to express their creativity. Pressfield believes that resistance is the greatest enemy, and he offers many unique and helpful ways to overcome it. So when I was writing the book, and everybody else in my book group as well, we all had resistance show up pretty much every single day. We would sit in writing sprints and these doubts would show up like, is this paragraph good enough? Is this sentence good enough? Am I editing it the right way? Am I putting all the right ideas in here in stories and telling it in the best way? There is so much rework that that goes into sometimes a single chapter. I think I wrote my first chapter probably at least 17 times. And it was... For me, just like a gut reaction of it's not good enough yet. And obviously I would get feedback from AJ and from other people in the class who would read parts of it with me. But I knew like I, even to this day, when I am writing a blog or I am putting together you know, things for the podcast, I just know that they're in the right place when they're ready. And if they're not, I keep working on it and trying to make it better. Not because I'm trying to be a perfectionist, but because I feel like it's not going to deliver the best uh, that I can give to someone. So putting our books out into the world is exciting and scary at the same time. When I went to one of AJ's editing retreats, which is an amazing thing, I, I learned so much about editing. I had no idea there was that much to learn about editing, but there is. And one of the exercises that she had us do was to write down the most negative thought that we would have about our book. And so I wrote down that my book gets published and I walk into some cheap bookstore along the way and I find my book sitting in the 99 cent rack. And obviously <laughs> that has not happened. But if you can go to like the most negative thing that you can think of, you can at least know what you're dealing with, right? There, that's the, If that's the worst thing that happens is that it's on the 99 cent rack, at least I know and I'm ready for that. But obviously that didn't happen and that hasn't happened, um, at, at least yet, not yet. So I wanted to share that story with you because I think in our heads, we create so many doubts and so many challenges that hold us back. And if I knew that that was the most negative thing that could happen, at least my book still got published. At least it's still out in the world, right? That's a good thing. Maybe it's not priced at the level that I would like it to be, but that is the most negative thing that happens. At least there's some good things that also come out of that. AJ talks a lot about trolls. So she has these little troll dolls that she sends to us. And when we're having a doubt or when we're having some kind of block of some sort, we don't know how to keep moving forward. We're supposed to take the troll doll and basically throw it across the room. <laughs> and it's supposed to signal like, 
to get rid of the resistance, right? To push it out of our bodies, to push it away uh, with a physical uh, throw across the room of this little troll doll, which I still have. And when you think about those things that you might be blocked by, either creativity things or problems at work or challenges at home, just if you could sit down and slow down a bit and think about what is something that I could do to move forward. Stephen Pressfield says, the most important thing about art is to work. Nothing else matters except sitting down every day and trying. So if you can think about that, the reason that's important is because it helps you keep moving forward. It is no different than imposter syndrome, which we've talked a lot about on the show, that shows up and is telling you that you're not good enough yet. Don't wait. Wait until it's perfect. Don't start. Don't do anything. Procrastinate as long as possible until you figure it out. Let's make it perfect right? there. That's just because it's scary. It's new. You haven't done it before. It doesn't mean that what you put out in the world isn't going to be great. So action is the key to move you out of imposter syndrome and away from the resistance that you feel. And I want you to just pay attention to that because you might have signs in your body that shows up. And that is resistance telling you that this is something new, something you haven't done before, some new situation you haven't dealt with. And if you can sit with it and just I guess the best way I can describe it is sit down and just kind of listen to yourself. Listen to the messages that you might send yourself about that situation because it is sending you messages and telling you what it thinks is the best thing for you to do. I also view it as a way to be protective of me. Like I think there are situations that I had where it was, you know, helping me in this situation with craft. It was telling me that this may not be the best thing for you you might be able to do something totally different that's way better for you. And it was right. And I've had it show up in multiple situations for me. And now I know that I need to explore why it's happening. It's given me a way to make decisions about what I should or should not do. My self-trust level has increased because I know now that it will let me know if I'm heading down the wrong path. That gut feeling that I have has only grown stronger for me over time. And it's helped me have more confidence that I'm doing the right things. Recently, I was going to launch a program that I thought would have been new and different for me, and I was really excited about it. I spent a lot of time on it. I had my virtual assistant spend a lot of time on it, but there were pieces of it that I kept struggling with because they just didn't feel right. Again, going back to my gut. My head was telling me what I wanted to do would work great, but for whatever reason, there was something that just wasn't feeling right for me. I couldn't put my finger on it, but I felt that pain in my stomach repeatedly. And once I made the decision to pause what I was going to do, the pain went away and I immediately felt better. And so for me, I know and trust that that was the right decision for that time. That doesn't mean that what I put together won't go forward in the future, but right now it's just not the right time. The interesting outcome of me making that decision though, was that a bunch of new opportunities have come my way. None of these new things that came along were in any way expected, but I do believe that they are the best choices for me right now and will help me bring the message of visibility to a bigger group of people. There's a quote from John Maxwell, who is an author of multiple books and a well-known speaker on leadership topics that says, learn to say no to the good so you can say yes to the best. And that situation for me, I've just been an observer of it and have realized how many good things have shown up since I made that decision to pause that program. So I would love for you to think about that for yourself. Is there any places where you have paused or said no or felt resistance and stopped 
and other good things have shown up because of it. Maybe that was a sign from your body or something inside of you that said, you know what, I think there's something better. You should wait. And waiting doesn't mean it's bad. It just means that you're being open to new things now. So is there anything that you need to say no to that isn't good enough for you? What if you could receive something better to put in its place? The next time that you feel any kind of resistance, slow down and explore what may be happening for you. Is the feeling that you have trying to tell you something that you may not have recognized on your own? Is it giving you guidance to lead you down another path? What if that path offers you an even better opportunity, just like it did for me? But if you chose to not listen to that resistance, to do it anyway, it may be a situation that you struggle with. It may not be a good fit for you. It may be something that you wish you hadn't started. So all I'm asking you to do is just pay attention to what you have happening for you and be open to the fact that your intuition, whatever you want to call it inside your body, is trying to give you guidance. And it's something that I use all the time with clients. It is what tells me sometimes to ask a question that maybe intellectually I wouldn't have thought of, but it definitely has shown up repeatedly. I can think of many situations where I was leading a workshop and I would have said something else, but I that question came up for me and I asked it. And it was probably one of the most impactful questions I could have asked in that moment. And it wasn't something I literally thought of until that moment. And it showed up and I asked it and it was the right thing to do. So intuition and all of these things that are meant to help you are sending you messages all the time. You just have to discern for yourself whether or not it's something you want to listen to and pay attention to. But for me, I have seen it get even stronger, even better. Uh, The more I've listened to it and I've seen my confidence and self-trust just grow immensely because of it. For your visibility action today, I'm going to ask you to do two things. The first is just think of one action that you can take today. Where is some place that you are having resistance, that you are struggling with a problem, that you are struggling to move forward or with a challenge? And what is just one action that you can take today to help you move forward? Because remember, taking an action removes the resistance, gets you back into a motivated place and helps you move forward. I would also like you to just pay attention to your body. Start paying attention to big decisions that you have to make and whether or not you can feel something in your stomach, head, or chest that is sending you a sign. And if you get that sign, pay attention to what do you want to do with that information now? Is it telling you that you need to not move forward? Is it telling you to maybe look at it differently? Is it telling you that you might have a different opportunity, just like I did, that shows up for you? But if you don't pay attention to that and you just keep moving and moving at the speed of light for some people is just what they do every day and they don't pay attention. If you move fast, you will miss it. So I would love for you to try to slow down a bit over the next few weeks even and just see what happens for you. And if you recognize any signs that you may be getting from your intuition that are trying to help you and move you forward in the best way. Thank you so much for joining today on The Visibility Factor, and we'll catch you on the next one. Thanks so much for listening to The Visibility Factor podcast. Remember that visibility starts with small steps that are intentional and consistent each day. Be bold, be visible, be the leader you were meant to be. 
find us and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you listen to podcasts. Follow us on all of our social media platforms, which are highlighted in the show notes. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time on the Visibility Factor Podcast.